So our teacher always taught um, talked about patience. You know that um, we're always in such a, a hurry to have things the way we like them. You know, it's a very um, human quality to have. You know, it's part of being human. We want things now. We want them to be like this now, and we complain or we whinge or we get upset about the way things are. So I practice in Buddhism, being a student of Buddhism for 18 years now, um, has really, you know, slowed me down. Um, has slowed me down in my, I suppose, expectations of what, how things should be. You know, and maybe that's also a quality of youth, I'm not sure. But we always want things, you know, I always wanted things perfect now. And I worked really hard, you know, keeping the house clean, making it all look perfect, you know, and then the next minute it's already dirty, you know, within, within a few hours. And it's easy to get upset and then start to blame people. You know, why did you do that? Why did you leave that there? Why haven't you done this? I had it all perfect and now look what's happened, you know. So we spend a lot of energy getting upset about really the way things are, you know. Patience comes from understanding that there is chaos in life that you set things up and they have a natural um, natural pathway of anything is to go to chaos or to fall apart. You know? So you can take anything, you can take um, oh your house. If you cleaned your house from top to bottom and then you locked it all up and you went away for three months what do you think it would be like when you got back? But nobody entering it. It would be full of dust. We know that. We know that from our own experience. We know that we can make our garden, work in our garden, make it all perfect. We come back maybe a month later or even two weeks later and it'll be overgrown. There'll be weeds where they weren't uh, things would have deteriorated. Things would have overgrown. Uh, things would have died. So you start to understand from our own experiences as we're growing up, and from reading the literature that the Buddha has given us about the nature of our world, the nature of our existence, is that everything has the property of changing. They're not permanent. They're ever-changing. They're fluctuating. They're going up and down. So through studying that and through putting those theories into practice and applying them to your everyday life, 
you start to develop a sense of calmness and joy, which is very um, reassuring, I'm telling you. Because, for example, you take the dishes in your sink. Right? So I live with my children and my husband, of course, and we always have dishes in the sink. You know, there'll be one spoon, there might be two cups. We've got a dishwasher, but the dishes just appear, you know. And if you apply the law of dependent origination, that says that everything comes from our past ex uh, actions. So that means to me that I'm, I've made many, many actions of creating dirty dishes. You know, I've used them and I've left, I've made a dish appear in front of me that's dirty. So, what do I do? I put it away. I wash it, clean it, put it away. Wash it, clean it, put it away. And over time, it reduces. It actually reduces. If you do it a lot, the amount of dishes that I see in the sink now are much less than they were many, many, many years ago. You know? And not only that, I'm actually joyful about seeing dishes. I'm not upset about them. The fact that I wasn't even here and I come back and there's a whole dish load of sink, a sink of um, dishes, it doesn't bother me anymore. It used to, you know, many years ago, it used to really get to me, but it doesn't. It's just part of nature, you know, and it's almost a joyful thing because I know that the people that have um, use those dishes, have eaten, they've supported themselves, they've, um, they're healthy and they're around me. So I have companionship, I have people around me, you know, so there's lots of positives that come from dishes. Normally people look at dishes and they think they have negative thoughts about them. Um, but through my practice I look at dishes and I'm actually now joyful about them. So patience can give you a lot of a lot of um, reassurance to say that well everything's coming from my karma. I really have to um, put that into practice. So by putting that into practice and thinking one day things will change, but not even worrying about when they're going to change. Just the fact that everything is from my own karma, you know, there is no one to blame. I didn't know I was making these actions. And the people around me that are doing these actions, like washing, leaving dirty dishes, they are trapped in this perpetual karma that I've made. It's not their fault, it's mine, in a way. You know, I've made the, I've inherited these actions. It's got nothing to do with them. Yet I blame them. I used to, I used to blame them. So if you expand that view to everything, and you say one day things will change, you just have patience, 
you start to be able to lose your attachment to what should be and how people should behave. You, know, you lighten up and you can start to let go. So Kanti, or in Pali, or patience, is an invaluable um, quality to develop. You know, the Buddha taught many beings about patience. One was Avalaka, um, who questioned the Buddha, had many, many, um, had a long, long argument, really, with the Buddha about the way things were. And the Buddha just supplied, used his patience to go over and over the things with the with the um, with Avalaka. Through his compassion, he gave him the opportunity to truly understand what he was talking about. He didn't get impatient. He didn't. Uh, he didn't walk away. So patience has many many um, uses. But all coming from compassion for the benefit, the benefit for other beings, for self and others really.